All right. I believe that we're live. Uh, we're a few minutes late. This is, yeah, this is typical. We're, we're on Italian time. <laughs> the hordes and masses that were waiting for us uh, are now appeased all, well, yeah, zero. <laughs> ah, no biggie. But here we are. Just you and me having fun. Well, you're having more fun than me, I think. Where are you? You're not you're not at home. I don't see Molly or Bishop by your side. I am in Italy with the crew. Yay! We, are, we are we just left Positano two days ago. We're now in Sorrento. We had a Lemoncello tour this morning, which was fantastic. Oh. We'll talk about it uh, maybe offline when I see you later in the week. Uh, really nice. Uh, two brothers uh in COVID actually took over a um uh, a piece of land that they're growing lemons and oranges and delicious. I actually bought some. You'll have it when you see me. Um, I can't wait to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Where is this person, Lemoncello, you speak of? Um, so that was really good. So we're in Sorrento for the next, uh, I think, four days before we see you on Saturday in Naples. So um, Friday. the weather has been spectacular. We'll see each other Friday. Friday, I'm and... sorry. I yeah. haven't looked at the agenda. It all melds together, but <laughs> I do have a lovely lady who helps me with that. She's my guy. Um, so uh, she, she will make sure that I am on time and seeing you on the right day and time and effort. Um, so now we're in Sorrento. The weather's been great. The people, the experience with the people, I got to tell you, Bri, it's been, I think the Italian people are always friendly, um, but it's just been, just everyone's happy. Um, and I don't know if it's the weather or actually, you know, coming out of what we'll, we'll talk about the restrictions, the restrictions. Uh, yeah. yeah. But everyone's been overjoyed. I mean, we're just, uh, you know, you bring, uh, my buddy, my buddy Jay's with me, my niece, Marissa, uh, my wife, of course. And, and, you know, we're doing social media stuff. We're doing, you know, just general walking around, meeting people, walking in and out and, and just everyone seems to be really happy. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the same thing in Sicily. Um, you know, we are in Touristville, um, in a sense, being in Sorrento. You're on the, uh, yeah, just so everybody knows, you're on the Amalfi uh, coast at this point now, the Sorrentine Peninsula, just south of Naples, just above Salerno. So, yeah, if you're midway in Rome, you come down midway again, and you're around the this, uh, this peninsula that juts out into the sea and uh beautiful yeah what what all have you done this last week because you've done a lot do you can you can you process yeah. and remember because you guys went to capri right you took a not ferry not over. so we went to oh, not yet. Uh, flew into rome at um i think three days in rome two and a half days and landed in two and a half days in rome okay. um you know visited with um we saw our customers there uh that were in rome and actually you saw the same customers i think in uh, yes. sicily so yeah, just a day, a day or two ago, and I'll see him again on Thursday. Can't wait. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was fun. It's always fun seeing, you know, your clients and, uh, uh, seeing them and eating. We were actually at a bar around the corner, had an appetitivo and my wife looked at the app and said, Oh, they're going to be at the restaurant around the corner, Virginia. Eh? And <laughs> right. we walked around. I'm like, Hey, we're, I asked the owner. I met the owner the night before. He's like, Bella, Bella. And I'm like, <laughs> my particular customer. And they're like, oh, they're right here. And I passed them. They were outside, sitting outside. Oh, how fun. Yeah, funny. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Surprise. Um, uh, we did a couple of days in Rome. Uh, we did a lot of uh, video, a lot of uh, just, you know, collecting a lot of information, walking around uh, a lot of the popular and not so popular places 
And we're going to put that yeah. compilation together. And we'll be back right. in Rome at the end of the trip. Uh, we have a special to wrap it up. And, but uh, from there, we went to Positano, um, had a lovely uh, time there where the weather was great. It wasn't that busy yet, just coming after okay. Easter. So yep. I checked out some restaurants, checked out some bars, went into some shopping, kind of get our way, you know, depending on what kind of customer we have in Positano, you know, where do we want them to be? Do they want to be on the beach? Do they want to be in the shopping? How is the walk from mm. place to place? Mapping it out, really getting a good right. feel for the town. Right. Um, okay. You just can't just say, hey, we're going to put you in this hotel and then go have dinner there. Uh, we did that one night. And if we didn't know the way around, Google Maps couldn't find it. Um, it would took them 40 minutes to find a restaurant. Right. So, yeah. Um, so we did a lot of that. It was more of um, hitting the ground, finding, hitting the ground running, finding, you know. You're, you're creating the experiences but you have to live it out first in yes. order to create that experience for other people. And so you're actually going through the school of hard knocks really in some of these places, yeah. <laughs> poor you. <laughs> but it wasn't cold enough. One <laughs> but, but you're having to go through that. You're having to go through all this for the, you suffer on the front yeah. end for your clients and so that when they come over, everything's turnkey. And yes, you, exactly. you actually have a picture in your mind. You know exactly where they are at every moment on their trip and what they're experiencing and all that's mapped out. And, and so that their experience is as, and we've talked about it on our podcast, Bella Italy before that mm -hmm. the experience that the client gets is not what the usual traveler traveler experiences, because there's, yeah. there's really almost, I would say, Oh, I don't want to overpromise almost zero stress because of how we have gone through and mapped it all out before. So, so yeah, here you are doing the hard work. <laughs> well, right. I, I want to hit, I want to hit on that just in regular conversation. Like you said about you did the hard work living in Catania. We had a customer this past week and things didn't work out, whether the rain and mm. you pivoted because you know, the town, you know what to do. If something goes sideways because of weather, someone, mm -hmm. you know, just things that happen. We get an email that night and they're like, it was fantastic, you know, because Brian knew the area, because, you know, what, what you know, where to go and how to pivot, that's what works, right? Yeah. That speaks yeah. to what you're saying even more than mm -hmm. what you're at, you know, what you're bringing up, right? I mean, that's yeah. what happens. Guess yeah. what? We're there. We know what to do next. Don't worry about it. I, I, yeah. I think it rings true, correct? Forget about it. <laughs> so, so, okay. yeah, so and you mentioned we're in yeah, you, you, yeah you're you're in Sorrento we'll be heading to Naples here soon uh I'll be joining and coming you know back and forth uh, to Catania down here in Sicily a few times and so we'll get to meet up but uh, I want to get into what a lot of people are asking about right now are what's going on with the restrictions so you had just to back up a little bit you had mentioned that you know, uh, after Easter, things open up. And that's really true here in Italy is that after Easter is the travel season. So even like where those clients are that you just mentioned, the customers are uh, here in Sicily, we mm -hmm. couldn't even dialogue with the hotel uh, for the last few months. The hotel's been closed because it's mm -hmm. on the coast. It's it's a little more in a, in a high profile area. And so um, they've been closed because it's not been the tourist season. Yeah. And so then you have to wait until Easter weekend for that particular hotel to open up. And so we actually went 
there on site and talked to the hotel because we want to have a relationship with them and gave them a card and told them who we were and made sure that the you know the customers were taken care of blah 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 you know it's what we do but the the point is that for much of sicily and a lot of italy things are just closed down or people in, in feria which is you know kind of their given vacation time uh, allotment for the year and so restaurants might be closed hotels might be closed uh, other attractions might be closed for certain periods and a lot of that opens up from easter going through october now we're coming into you know in, you know gradually into the higher season um but with that restrictions have been uh, coming off little by little, step by step. And in fact, I mean, here we are just a few days into May. And May 1st, we had some new uh, proclamations, national restrictions coming off. And so I want to, I, what I want to do is, is talk about some of those restrictions that have been peeled back and then get your input or what has your experience been? Did you actually experience that yet? Or what are yeah, you actually seeing on the ground? You're laying, doing layups. <laughs> yeah, Brian. So, I'm so, setting you up, you know, so I'm going to talk was, about the rule and then I want to hear your experience about it. Cool. So, so we came in, what, two days or three days, maybe two days before the uh, May 1st rule would change the restriction. Okay. All right. So, so it, yeah, you're coming some, in under the April. Yes. So we came jurisdiction, in with, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. One person was unvaccinated. One mm. person was vaccinated, but their vaccination card was over a year without. A you're, you're talking about on the team traveling the with team you. Itself. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. Okay. And myself and Denise, of course, we had our vaccination cards within nine months. And uh, literally within 10 minutes of landing in Rome, we'd be going to this uh, little uh, butcher shop or whatever, you know, a little restaurant. And we're going to get a board of meat and cheese. And, and Lee's like, let me see your vaccine cards. And I give it to him. And yours is over nine months. You can't come in here. This is, she's pulling out the rules and all of this. We go to the <laughs> restaurant across the street. Literally, you could throw roll a quarter across the street. It's a pizza place, mob with people. We walk in. The guy didn't ask a question. No mask, no nothing. So we decided, hey, we're going to go get the negative test. It's good for two days. So when the rule okay. on May 1st, cross our fingers. They stick to it. We're yeah. going to be able to not even worry about this. So ironically, we did the test, the negative swab. We walked around with our document. No one ever asked for anything after that one time. So we've got a negative swab. <laughs> that being said, um, May 1st comes. It was ironic because it was a special day on May 1st. It was a holiday on May 1st, right? Right, and yeah. It was liberating. You don't even notice it, but no one had masks on. Matter of fact, we walked into a same restaurant one day, and then the following day there was no mask on it. I, like it was weird because this uh, waitress had a mask on the day before, no mask the next day. So it was pretty cool. So they had no <laughs> mask, but there are people that still choose to wear them. In Campania, it's a little tighter. They kind of, you know, if you choose not to or not to uh, wear it, that's fine. But they do have some rules. It seems they're a little bit conservative on taking the mask off, but you don't have to wear one. Uh, okay. Uh, and that's bar. Yeah, and I, I, I want to get into the rule and mm -hmm. then I want to hear what your actual experience okay. about that rule has been. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, so before we get too far, I, I love that you've seen the contrast here mm -hmm. of moving. Like you, you got to see both sides of the street, <laughs> literally <laughs> within a day of each other. Yeah. Just, it pivots over. So, so just so that people are clear about what the actual jurisdiction is or what the rules are right now. And then, you know, I'd love you to speak to what you're actually seeing. So what we understand is that as of May 1st, masks are no longer required for, let's say, a large number of indoor venues. And these are going to be bars, restaurants, hotels, shops, museums, blah, blah, blah. So from May 1st, which is already passed mm -hmm. and moving forward, and there's no you know expiration date on this. Uh, it's just moving forward. We're coming out of the pandemic uh, and emergency state that we've been in. Uh, no longer require any kind of mask under national law. However, businesses uh, still have the right to impose their own stricter rules yes. if they want. So let's just speak to that first part. From May 1st, have you seen masks indoors in these kinds of bars, restaurants, hotels, shops, museums, that kind of thing? I haven't been to a museum yet, but the bars, restaurants, and shops, 85% of the restaurants are not wearing them. If they're wearing them, they're wearing them as a chin strap. Uh, the bars are, you'll see a lot of people, maybe they're older, maybe a little more conservative, where the bar, they go to a cafe today, the guy who is doing the, uh, you know, checking us in and doing, the, you know, making the coffee, he had a mask on. Okay. But the lady who was on the other side of the bar didn't have a mask on. So it was just their own preference. Kind of hit or miss. Their, anything, yeah, their preference. Anything, okay. They were looking for us to have it. So it's very okay. free. You're in and out of restaurants. No one's got masks on. The people that do wear masks on, it's because their own choice. You know, okay. like I said, whether it's health reasons or they choose to. But no, hotels, definitely not. Restaurants, definitely not. Uh, bars, definitely not. Tours, definitely not. Public transportation we were on it the day that's before. we we want to get to public transportation so the rule is masks are still required on local and long distance public transport and in uh indoor entertainment venues as we're talking about cinemas theaters that kind of thing mm -hmm. so we should still be seeing masks inside of these things on public transport and inside of these kinds of entertainment venues is that what you're experiencing yeah, so on the train uh, uh, coming down here, there was a mask, but I have not been on an indoor venue where there was crowds okay. that I could say, okay. hey, they've really been strict Like with a it. concert or exactly. something like that. Yeah. A concert. Okay. I mean, being in Sorrento, it's not been that way for us. But um, but yeah, even on the train down, there were still a little more lax. I saw a lot of people without their mask, even though the rule was still in place. We still okay. plus, obeyed it. Um, but yeah, the rule is still the same. On trains, concerts, uh, you know, we go into a bar, there's 30 people in the bar and they're close sitting down having drinks. <laughs> they don't have masks on, so I don't get the, but that's beside yeah. the point. Um, right. so I don't know where that amount of people, the, the amount of people have to be, the size of the Gives place. Gives that tipping point to, exactly. yeah, for the, for the science yeah, behind exactly. it, right? Okay. <laughs> so then let's move to uh, vaccinating passes. So as of May 1st, the requirement to show proof of vaccination uh, or recent recovery uh, to access most facilities and services has dropped. No health certificate of any kind is mm -hmm. now needed to access almost all venues. So um, for for transport or things after May 1st, how many times have you had to show uh, a vaccine pass? Zero. Zero. Okay. None. And have, None. You, have you taken public transport uh, since Sunday? Uh, no, no. Uh, but... On the public transport the day before we left, 
which was the last day of April. They didn't ask yeah. for vaccine cards on the public transport. For Not even there. Okay. No. Or no All one right. in our car either. So, okay. um, so I guess so, we're looking at it already. Yeah, they're they're already feeling very lax about that, which is which is great. Yeah. yeah. So then coming, let's zoom out just a little bit to your experience coming over because even the entry into Italy requirements have been peeled back some. So here's the rule for entry into Italy from abroad, travelers can either show the valid vaccination or recovery or the recent uh, you know, test result. All arrivals are currently required to show valid proof of vaccination recovery, uh, especially during the border check coming over. And you know, we have the, the normal kind of criteria there, but as of May 1st, we no longer have to have the PLF, which is just the, the, the yeah. personal locator form that tells you where you've been and where you're going, that kind of thing. Don't need to fill that out anymore. What, what was your experience coming over? Cause you came just prior to May 1st. That's a funny one. Um, so we show up in Nashville, walk to the Delta counter. Um, she asked for the, she, she asked for our vaccine cards didn't really look at them. And then the PLF, she go, oh, I trust you. You must have it. And never showed the PLF form. So they were already relaxed. Because they, they knew that in a few days. Yeah. It's just, and that was an American yeah. at the counter in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So once we got on the plane, there was no mask. Right. There was nothing in Atlanta. We got on the plane. There was no ask for forms. We landed in customs. Uh, I think I was the only person in the European customs going through the European line. And uh, my wife and the team came through the non-European line. They came out at the same time. They didn't get okay. asked for any forms, any vaccine wow. cards, nothing. Really? So it was just walk right <laughs> through. Um, really, really simple and straightforward. That was, they had okay. to wear masks. That was it. So. Yeah. Well, okay. So for folks, you know, listening, uh, for the masses that are following us, uh, I, hey, it, you can you can see the difference just in the last month or two if you've if you've heard been listening to the podcast or uh, the more the more recent Facebook Live that we've done, step-by-step, step, systematically, the whole structure of restriction has been dismantled and we're moving into a period where uh, in another month or two, you probably won't see hardly any masks at all. Mm -hmm. um, I, I understand from current legislation that through the end of the year, in order to get into a hospital or, you know, put, you know, school systems, that kind of thing, you're going to see masks until the end of December. But really for the experience of Americans coming over for a visit, we're, we're almost back to pre pandemic, you know, situation and, and the feeling and the experience. W would you say that's accurate from what, what you're seeing right now? Yeah, I feel like it's 2019. I tell you, man, it's the spirit of the people. It's just mm. been sweet. The weather has been great. I mean, it's not that crazy busy either. I mean, mm. the post yep. Rome, it was still, you know, it felt like, wow, the city's vibrant, but it wasn't overrun, you know, and okay. it was, it's just been great. But yeah, it's been really, uh, it's odd being on that both sides of the fence, right, bro? You're there too. Us flying mm. in and having a couple of restrictions, getting kicked out, you know, doing the swap. <laughs> and then two days later, it's like freedom. Nobody uh, cares. It's yeah. Been, it's been amazing. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And you don't think about it because you're so used to pulling it out, pulling the mask out, pulling it down, right. do this, right. do that. Do I need it? Looking at the person. Um, but you don't have that anymore. You just walk in freely and walk out freely and no, no concerns. 
And if, if people are looking to come over, because this is a great time, uh, and that's that's kind of what we're building up to, is that it is a great time to be coming over here to Italy. Um, what you, you mentioned uh, a couple minutes before we started the podcast or the, the episode here, uh, the, the live stream, that you have a couple people that are already uh, booking for mm -hmm. the fall, but you've also got some folks that are booking even like for the summer still. Is there still time to get in to Italy for the summer if they want to come over uh, in just a month or two? Can they still do that or, or are we in a crunch season right now? It's crunch season, but there's still time. Of course, there's time, but it just takes a little more work on our part to, mm -hmm. you know, make sure tours are available, hotels are available, what they're looking for or what we think they should Maybe, okay, maybe there'd be some limitations and exactly. Exactly. Uh, what, what they, their choices may be a little bit more limited because it is so, I mean, as, as we're doing some of the reservation uh, stuff over here on this side and talking mm -hmm. to hotels, talking to restaurants, uh, we're booking out tours. We're we're already seeing the limited availability for this month and next. So May and June. If people mm -hmm. wanted to get over in July or August, there's going to be more availability. And certainly we're still good for yes. September and October. The weather will be perfect. So just so people know, for seasonality, we've got after Easter and then for a couple of months, you've got the spring and into the warmer summer part. Mm -hmm. Then most of July and August, the heat is intense. Uh, a lot of businesses will close down. They'll go back into Feria, into that mm -hmm. kind of mandatory vacation time where they close their restaurant, they close their business, that kind of thing. They're no, they're just at the beach, man. Everybody's at the beach. Um, and then things open back up after, you know, let's say at the end of August, getting into September, things will kind of open back up. A lot of the Italians are already away. They're back into school. They're back into their normal routines. And so this is another great season to be planning for. If mm -hmm. you're thinking of coming over to Italy later this year, September, October are prime and we have a lot of good availability. Would you say all that's accurate? Yes, definitely. Uh, September, October, and that's my favorite months too, but it's definitely open and uh more availability, even, you know, first two weeks in November, I still think are great. Um, a little less availability in the smaller towns because they shut down like October 31st and first, but September and October, definitely. And we're getting a lot of customers, Brian, that, uh, mm. you know, they're booking for already May, June, July of next year. Of next year. Yeah. We're just, right. you know, we got a board, a list of them of, uh, we love that because the availability to talk about, you know, wide open. Exactly. Like even Coliseum tours in July, they get difficult. They want to go to certain tours. You know, a lot of these larger tour groups that have 40, 50 people, they buy up things in bunches. Yep. So you have, to, you, know, you have to maneuver through this. Um, right. Yeah. September, October is great. And uh, like I said, stop booking now, to be honest with you. You got to, okay. you know, don't let it happen again, you know, next year where you decide to go. Like we just had two customers this past weekend. Yeah. We want to go for seven days, uh, June 20th to 27th. And it's great. But we're going to have to do a lot more work to get you what you're looking for. That's all. But I would say yep. if you're looking September, October right now is fine. It's perfect. Well, that's fantastic. And so now I want to speak to, um, uh, we, you know, we've dealt with kind of your experience coming over, the restrictions falling off. We've we've spoken to kind of the seasonality element here. But if people still don't know where to go, I have a great resource. It's called Bella Italy Podcast. <laughs> I happen to know the two guys that are on that. Um, and, you know, so it's so fun. 
Yeah. We, you know, we we started this podcast really as as just kind of a, hey, this is something we could do to provide value. It's free information. We just we love Italy. We love talking about Italy. I think you and I could just sit around and and talk about Italy for for free. I mean, yes. with no straight just just for the sheer love of you know the people here, the country, mm-hmm. uh, places to go, things to do and see, uh, the food, the wine, the everything. And so we are just wrapping up season one of the Bella Italy podcast. And if you're if you're looking for a podcast where you know you can get in and you can hear either about a region or a town to visit, and you just need ideas. This is a great resource, and we're so happy to be able to provide something like this. You can now find us on, we're on Spotify. Uh, I don't know if I told you, but we're on Apple Podcasts now. We're oh. on Google Podcasts now. Um, Ooh, yeah, look that. look at us. <laughs> we're so, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can find us on Twitter um, and, of course, on the Italy with Bella Facebook and Instagram. But it, it's real simple to find us, Bella. Italy on, like I said, Spotify, Apple, and Google for ideas of where to go, what to do, and importantly, what not to do. That's one mm-hmm. of the things that I think provides a lot of value for people uh, coming over. They're, they're actually learning, what do you stay away from? What kind of restaurants do I not want to go into? Uh, and you know, for, for our folks, we, we book all that in advance. We have handpicked tailored experiences, but if you're just coming over with a backpack and, you know, wanderlust and you're just going to wander around and, and we, we tell you what to avoid. We tell you the gelato not to eat and what to look for. We tell you, um, a a lot about the cities and the seasonality. So people are going to learn, a lot of that. What what have you experienced just talking through the podcast? Uh, what what would you say about our podcast? What do we actually offer people beyond what I've said? I think it, I think it gives a really good idea of when you go into you know we have customers all the time. It's like I, Italy's so big and I want to see everything, right? What mm-hmm. we do is we're able to kind of carve it up and say what does it have to offer? You know when do you go there? You know, why do you go there? And it kind of gives you the ability to narrow down. So when you're talking to your family or you're even talking to us, I heard this. I understand why I want to go there and what it has to offer. So I really think it helps you narrow down that, hey, I'm only going to be there 10 days. What do I want to see? Why does that speak to me? And, you know, and, you know, how did it how how can Bella help you um, tailor that trip by hearing what you hear? Um, Just actually, we uh, well. Actually, out of Cincinnati, a lady called this Saturday for a trip. Uh, I love this. I'm getting off a little on a tangent. It's the second person from Ohio that Google Italy travel custom trips. She went to our podcast, listened to the podcast, and loved okay. it. Um, and she got the value that wow, they know what they're talking about. And she helped. They helped me tailor it more. My vision yeah. of what do I want to get with my 20 year old son? What do I want to get with uh, my family for these seven days? So I think. I think that's the value it has and, and, and how it reaches. And of course, there's the customers that have already called us. So when they go there, they're writing notes. So when they listen to it, they're writing notes and asking us, what about what you said here and what you said there? Can we do that? Um, can we tell the trip? So I think hopefully that speaks and uh, answers what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, just to, to kind of bring this part to, to a close, we do have our season finale coming up 
next week, we'll be wrapping up. We've been taking a journey in the in the first season here, kind of a 30,000-foot view with a couple of drop-downs real quick into regions or cities. Uh, we did Verona just recently. Now, in this final wrap-up, we're going to do a broad overview of the North and our experience going from really from coast to coast, from mm -hmm. Trieste over to Torino, uh, from you know, from the extreme east all the way to the west, we're going to give just a broad stroke overview of the northern experience. And then I'm so excited! Uh, in a couple months, we're going to have season two rolling out, uh, starting off where you guys are right now, around the Naples and the Sorrentine Peninsula area, Amalfi, all of that. And we'll be heading south, which is kind of my my heart, my home right you now. I can't wait. <laughs> and I live it. Yeah. I, mean, I can't wait to talk about that. It's, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the scores because the numbers mean nothing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we say that. Anyway, uh, wrapping up here, Anthony, I, I know you're you're on the road. You've had a, a busy week already. You've got a lot of things coming up. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Because I know from here, you're you're heading up north a little bit to Naples. We'll see each other there. You guys are going up into where are you going to be? Tuscany, Umbria, um, Bologna, all, all over. Ravenna, Bologna, Ravenna. Uh, wow. Luciano, uh, Umbria, a lot around Umbria, Orvieto, Montefalco. Um, we have a lot going on. What, what are you looking forward to the most? Could you, could you pick out, tease out one thing? You, don't, I'm not rubbing it in your face. I'm really excited to go to my friend Marco's wedding. It's my okay. first Italian wedding in Italy. Yeah. And I want yeah. to experience that. So I, that's, that's outside of the work relationship, right? Work, yeah. work, but he's a partner too. So uh, the, right. the most exciting thing I am, I'm looking forward to is to spend time, a little more time in Bologna, a little more time in Ravenna. Um, we've been mm -hmm. once and to spend time with you. Cause I think what's good is we gain. This I'm, a, I'm a nice guy. I'm a, I'm a lovable, likable guy. I mean, uh, who doesn't put love me? You, you put enough wine and food in you. You're very lovable. <laughs> no, but I think, I think I, I'm like uh, my cat, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lovable. If I have my belly's full. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. I finally figured you out. And you're all good. Um, <laughs> no, but I think, I think any anytime you have a new experience, whether it's a new partner, a new food, or a new city, right? So I'm excited because we're going to meet new partners in Bologna, even though we had a great time in Bologna, right? Okay. I'm excited to go to Ravenna because I'm going to learn more. I'm going to have new food, and I'm going to have something that's going to make me excited to present to the customer. So we're looking at a lot of tours there as well in oh, both I mean, Bologna and in Ravenna. Four. Yeah. yeah. Mosaics and food walking tours. Yes, We're doing yes. walking tour all, you know, over here in, uh, in Naples and the weekend we'll be doing another walking tour. We just had some folks do one of our walking tours. Uh, gosh, this earlier this week, absolutely yes. loved it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, yeah. and in fact, I, I just have to, I mean, I, I love the fact that, you know, we're, we're developing these relationships, not just with tours and hotels, but also with restaurants as mm -hmm. we call now, uh, into a restaurant, they pick up the phone. Well, who is it? Oh, this is Italy with, Be Oh, Italy with Be just like the other day at, at Virginia, at Rome, yeah, oh, yeah. Bella. you know, there's this rapport that happens and our customers are, are getting treated at a, at a higher, not because there's any commission. We don't do commission. We don't do kickbacks. Mm -hmm. We don't do anything like that. This is pure relationship 
but our the experience for people is getting kicked up to a to a higher notch. And in fact, our clients this week that are actually here in Sicily with me, uh, mm. they said about a restaurant in Naples just a few nights ago, it was the best restaurant experience they've ever had. And wow. and it, this was a, this a little hole in the wall place, um, but the the way that they were treated because we have this rapport and because the restaurant is looking forward to seeing this couple, whoever this is, come through. And there's this expectation of we want to serve them well because we want to keep this relationship with Italy with Bella. And so there's this expectation that factors into that that experience. I love I it. I like to hit on that, too, and to make sure people understand what makes us different is. So when I went to Virginia, I said, you don't understand if a customer's here for five days, I only have four restaurants, maybe five restaurants that I can go to. Max. So I'm not giving, and that's a long stay already, four or yeah, five days you know, in I'm a single giving, town. I don't have 30 restaurants I choose from. I stick, or we stick, sorry. We stick to the restaurants that we're loyal to. We know they're going to give service. We know they're going to have a good experience. We just yeah. don't have a, a you know a TripAdvisor list of, all right, let's go <laughs> here, let's go there. We don't do that. We make sure yeah. that our team is building relationships with that restaurant, like you said. And when they pick up the phone, they know who, and we get the best seat, and we get we have an opening. You know, same thing in Florence. I know that we can walk into a restaurant if we're, you know, a customer happens to stop by and decides they want to go. Well, let's pick up the phone. Let's see if we can get them in. That's the difference. Yep. And I hope it hits right. on that too. Right? Yeah, so. I love it. So, yeah, if you're thinking of going to Italy uh, sometime this year, even next year, do yourself a favor. Go to Italy with Bella. Go to italywithbella.com. Check out a free consultation. If you're not ready to have a free conversation <laughs> about dreaming, about being in Italy with Bella, then that's fine. Go to our podcast. You can now find us, uh, I think I mentioned already, on Spotify, Apple, and Google. You can find Bella Italy. You can also find us on Twitter, Bella Italy. Um, it's easy to find on several platforms. Now, check out the podcast. We're wrapping up season one next week. Can't wait to wrap up the north so we can get down south. And I can't wait to see you coming up soon. <laughs> I'm very excited about that. And we have another member of the team coming up with you. So uh, yep. we're really excited about uh, being together, talking about the future, how we can make our, you know, our team better for our customers, right? And, yeah. and to find new excursions, new places, new things to do, make it more seamless and more enjoyable. So yeah, I mean, yep. we're excited. It's a big, it, because of the beginning of the call, talking about how COVID restrictions or restrictions overall have let go, it's even making it even more exciting, right? Yeah. And it opens the door yeah. wide open to all to come in and to enjoy, like we're enjoying it right now this week. Yeah, so I agree. Yeah, good. Yeah, at the at the end of the day, it's all about the the experience, mm -hmm. uh, uh, sharing the experience of Italy with other people, and and I, I love that that's our heart and our passion. You find that on on these you know live streams, you find that on podcasts, you find it on the website. When people sit down uh, for a free consult or even a dinner with you guys in Nashville, if they're local, they they it's infectious, and and you can't help but fall in love with Italy. Uh, mm -hmm. And I hope that's I hope that's what people take away. Um, when they're listening to the podcast, when they're watching these streams and, uh, when they go to the website for a, a free consult. So once again, uh, italywithbella.com and check us out on Bella Italy podcast. 
Again, Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Any last words? Last words <laughs> before we see each other this weekend. Yeah. I hope to. I hope this you know helps people. I think like anything we do, it's it's not about going with us all the time. It's about learning about the 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 country, the people, and the history that we love. Right. So it's not always. Yeah. You know, we don't do this because we, we're going to be, you know, the next big multimillionaires. We do it because we love the people who experience what we experience. So that's what I have to say. I hope when the weather holds out for us, either way, it's still Bella. It's still beautiful. Yep. We love it. <laughs> um, but I look forward to seeing you in a couple of days and uh, to uh, share some time together. All right. All right. Good, good, good. And a quick shout out to a couple of the folks who have given a couple of comments. My friend Stefano up in Torino. Ciao, fratello. We got Italy from scratch. Their uh, partner of ours in Nashville area, Andy Johnson. Uh, we're, we're super excited, too, that uh, things are opening up for September. And uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you over here when you're in Italy with Bella. Ciao for now. Ciao. Arrivederci. Ciao. ciao. Thank